DJ Thomas, and you're listening to Frequency Interrupted. Miss Tina Cannon, how are you? If I was any better, I don't know what I'd do. <laughs> so uh, I found you actually on uh, the Barbecue Showdown on Netflix a couple months ago. And um, honestly, I've been impressed and honestly how you've in integrated your chef experience, you know, experience in, uh, into barbecuing like that's something that's crazy because you know you, you're starting to see that a lot with people you know trying different things and you know but you still do a lot of traditional stuff too so I, yeah i'm a super huge barbecue nerd so i just want to talk about this whole journey yeah well i can't say that i'm a nerd because <laughs> i associate nerdism with like technical stuff uh, okay gotcha you. you know but uh you know on the, on the show it was a lot different than like what i normally cook it you know, yeah. as far as contest and in at home. To matter of fact, totally different. I still can't believe I won. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, it was impressive. Very impressive for sure. Well, thank you. So, so how did you get into this, uh, into the, the chef world, I guess? We'll start there. Chef world. I went to culinary school and lived in Europe while I was in school for three years. And that's how I you know, became a chef and started working in the culinary industry really young. But if you go way back, when I was in school, we used to take a home ec class yeah. where you learn yeah. how to sew a button on and how to sew and how to cook basic stuff. And that just really sparked my interest in cooking, even though my mom will swear I never cooked anything. <laughs> but it was because, you know, you know, you didn't back when I was younger, you didn't bring your kids in the kitchen, you know, you pretty much do your homework, you come to dinner, you go to, you know, take a bath, go to bed. So, you know, now everybody does everything with their kids, which is cool, you know. Um, that's kind of probably sparked my interest. And then, you know, my grandfather, actually, he raised five kids by himself. So he always would let me in the kitchen, you know, to stand up on one of those old retro stools, you know, and, uh, you know, fiddle around with him. And then also... Girl Scouts slash Boy Scouts. Um, it was all not one when I was younger. And I, you know, I didn't want to do like daisy chains and, you know, make all that, you know, crepe paper stuff and all that. So I would always, you know, when we'd be at camp, we always wanted to mess over, not mess around with the guys, but, you know, go over <laughs> there, you know, cooking stuff on the fire, you know, that could be taken different, you know, and hang out over there. And even today, 99% of my friends are all guys. I know that seems weird, but, you know, because I'm into just different stuff. I'm not a, you know, I do like my makeup, and lipstick, that kind of stuff, but I, I like being outside. I like to cook, you know, like, you know, to be around people that are cooking. Like when I cook hogs, I, the more the merrier. Come on. Yeah. Up. Yeah. And Netflix show did make me look like I didn't know how to do a lot of that. Editing is a wonderful thing, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, I have never built a pit before. Yeah. So I had to rely on Ashley on that. And God bless him. Um, my pit that I have at my house now is nothing like that one. Uh, <laughs> because, I, you know, I learned from the way that one was built that I don't necessarily want to be down in the dirt, shoveling through a hole this big. Yeah. Um, I made mine more similar to what Rashid had built. I don't know where he got all the metal parts for doors and stuff like that, because if you watch the show, 
none of that was on my palate. <laughs> I, 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 you know, I had, and you know, the chicken wire thing, I didn't think about that because I really didn't know Ashley was going to be leaving and I possibly have to turn that thing by myself. And I rewatched it and the chicken wire was there. I guess, it, you know, it was dark, you know, I didn't see it, whatever, but uh, now I do use chicken wire. <laughs> Because yeah. <laughs> if I'm by myself, I have to, you know, try to flip it over, you know. Yeah. If I give a class, though, usually people want to be involved and help me, though. I got you. So you have you have a center block pit now that is in your backyard that you use just for hog? Yeah. I got, okay. Well, I can cook other things on right. it, but typically I can right. cook uh, about two 90-pounders at one time. Okay. Got you. You know, or one really large, you know, 250 or whatever on it. But um, but I've got several grills and smokers. <laughs> What's your yeah. have a collection? You got to, you got to, you got to. Yeah. One of them has its own purpose. I use a um. That's right. Yeah, I use a pull behind pit on a trailer. Uh, it's pretty big. Mm -hmm. I've done hogs on it before. I don't have a stationary cinder block pit, but I have a mm -hmm. pit boss and a regular, you know, offset smoker, and a, and I have a little tailgate grill that I love. It's a little tailgate smoker. I take that oh. thing everywhere. So if I just Who's that go, from? Oh, uh, it's old country barbecue pits. Oh. They are. Uh, I'm, I'm not familiar, familiar with those. Um it's awesome. You I know, love. if I go somewhere, I take the trusty Smoky Mountain with me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I have cool. pellet smokers and I, you know, I have a mini max, but if I want to do a big long, you know, I can't carry my my XL green egg right. uh, with me on that, you know. I we're want to crack it. <laughs> we're talking all this technical talk. People probably don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> it's all good, though. Um, yeah, so. For, well, they can write me and ask me. <laughs> there you go. For, for those people who may, not, um, who may not know about, you know, anything to do with barbecue. A lot of people see barbecue and they just think ribs. You know what I mean? A lot of people uh -huh. hear that and they, they don't know, like, there's so much that goes into it. And there's so many types of food that, you know, falls into that category. And um, different kind of ribs. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You got, yeah, you got your, yeah, of course. That's a lot of people. They just say, I like ribs. What kind do you like? You like St. Louis style? You like baby back? You know, do you like spare, you know, full spare? You know, what do you like? You know, these people. Do you, do you like beef ribs? Do yeah. You beef like... ribs too. That's another thing. See what you, that beef, oh. beef ribs are amazing. Gosh. There's not a lot. Oh, of you know, I, on the show, I don't know if you watched that. Kevin loves my, my beef ribs. Yeah. I was, I was very flattered by that. You know what I used on it? You did a, didn't you use, did you use red wine on that? Yeah, I did put some in it, but the seasoning was salt, pepper. And yours. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, you know, I couldn't bring this, yeah, so I had to it. go in the room and mix it up myself. That just know? tells me that you know what's in your seasoning. Well, yeah, why wouldn't it? It's hey, fine. Hey. <laughs> some, people, some people just white label stuff. You never know. You know what I mean? Oh, no. Mm -mm. And my hot sauce coming out, no. We went back and forth, and I mean, that's 100% my recipe. What kind of peppers? I mean, what kind of peppers gonna be in this hot sauce? Fresnos. Okay. Those are I grow a lot of those, and they're one of my my favorites. Okay. Mm -hmm. okay. I love you know I think it. I love Tabasco's. You know you're in Louisiana, yeah. but it does have a distinct flavor that will like change you know stuff a lot. Yeah. It is, and but uh, mine has a distinct a distinct flavor too, and it it is aged, but not in a barrel to give it that flavor. Well, tell me this. Um, so you got into before the barbecue. So you were doing like, how did you get into you went to culinary school? When you come out of culinary mm -hmm. school, did you go into 
um, restaurant? Like, where did you, how did, what happened there? Um, well, I mean, I've worked in hotels and okay. restaurants. You know, I spent some time, you know, in Europe, of course, working in various How did that places. happen? Coming from Georgia, how did you end up in Europe in culinary school? Crazy, huh? <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I'm not, I, I don't know, probably a rebellious teenager. <laughs> you know, because my mom will tell you I didn't cook. I think I just, you know, think about when you think about a career. My dad was in the insurance industry. My mom was in the real estate industry my whole life. And it's like, you know, there's like insurance. Everybody hates it, right? Yeah. Dad's in heaven, sorry. Um, and I just wanted to do something that everybody liked. And who doesn't like food, right? Yeah. And then if you watch a show I was on in 2014 uh, called American Grilled, and you have to watch that on, um, I don't know. Amazon TV and it's on some other things like that. So I won that and um, ten thousand dollars, I believe. And um, that was um, kind of the start of like me. I was already barbecuing, but that was kind of the start of me really, really getting into it because I finally accepted myself. Because women, church pretty much was not. It took me a few years, and I thought once I did that, you know, I kind of knew. I think I've got something here, you know, and it was against all guys. Uh, hey, one cool. of them, not pretty known. Ray Lampy was one of the judges. You know? Okay. So, but in the, in the culinary field, you know, it's just something positive to do, but let's digress <laughs> on that show. They said I was a floral designer. Yeah. It, you know, magic of TV, that was travel channel discovery network. And I actually, do that too. I have okay. an aunt that's pretty famous in that industry with like magazine covers and working for a lot of really well-known people. And I used to help her out and I, I just have a knack for it. And at that time, I guess they chose that to use as rather, like, than, yeah. rather than a chef, you know, and they can choose that because I was doing that, you know, half of my income was coming from that. So I, I do have that uh, talent. i did all the weddings with the Ritz Hotel for several years. That's um, pretty famous people's weddings. So, awesome. uh, you know, I still like it and I still volunteer and like help out some charities or some other things, you know, when they need some floral work done. And then here I'm at Mills on Wheels where I cook, you know. Okay. Awesome. I didn't know that. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's, this is at my home kitchen, even though I have a filming kitchen and a regular kitchen and an outdoor kitchen and a barbecue trailer <laughs> kitchen, you know, I never run out of kitchen, but here is where we cook, you know, for, I don't know if you're familiar with meals on wheels. Yeah. Uh, oh, well, good. You know, and we here in Coweta County, Georgia, where I live, um, we, uh, you know, cook, we'll, we'll probably hit 50,000 meals this year. Ooh. And I want you to look in this kitchen. Who do you see? I, the one and only, the one and only. I do all that alone. All by Damn myself. it. Really? And I'm over here stressing about a t 230 people job. I got Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> You're well, laughing at me. <laughs> no. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I stopped just to talk to you. I oh, got to do that. like uh, 250 portions of meatloaf. That's what I got to finish up today. There's probably that's a lot of people that deserve that waiting on that too. This can be awesome. Oh yeah. And yeah. then after COVID, of course, the numbers, you know, went up with people yeah. in, in need. Yeah. And then we had a horrific tornado. 
you know, here. March was a year ago, and I was actually away filming the Food Network show. I didn't even know it had happened. I flew back the day after, and and just it was amazing to see the destruction. And we picked up, you know, quite a few people that that we helped there, you know, to to get through to get meals, and we did not lose any production. The day that it hit, that was it. Dang. We still oh. fed everybody. Yeah, we had awesome. people with wagons or carrying it through the town. You know, yeah, we still fed everybody. What What got you into this? My mom used to deliver when I was younger for Meals on Wheels in the neighboring county. Um, so I always, you know, knew what it was. And she always, you know, did that, you know, so many days every week. And then um, when my dad fell ill and had had a brain injury and had to have 24-hour care, it made me realize even more of the importance of it. And I started donating all of my, I don't know if you compete also, but there's a lot of cold meat that you can't use. Yeah. Or you cook an overage or when I have barbecue schools. Right. So I started donating here. And one day I got a, a message asking, hey, do you know anybody can help? cook you know we're not going to have our cook anymore you know and um i said well what about me and <laughs> i've been here ever since <laughs> you stay busy then heck yeah yeah uh, never a dull moment in my life yeah i've only um i've been barbecuing probably five years now and i started doing it for golf tournaments and stuff mm-hmm. just a good way to meet people because i have a marketing company so the network i'd barbecue and I've always cooked, uh, worked at barbecue place when I was in high school. Um, and then I just recently started a catering company about a year ago. That's like a side hustle of mine that I like to do every weekend because I'm already barbecuing every weekend anyways. Might as well feed some people, make some money, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Looks like you might work out a little bit. Yeah, I do a little bit of that too, you know. <laughs> yeah, I <get> it. <laughs> um, In I, your I free did, time. Yeah, I did do my first competition um, uh, a couple months ago. It's a big competition. Mm-hmm. It qualifies for – one of the the jack uh, world yeah, food yeah i believe so it's uh it's really on maine it's in minden louisiana but i believe there's 50 competitors in that i placed like 12th in one category i believe i'm happy with that you know what i mean that's great <laughs> for your um, first competition was it what was the division kcbs so, or uh, bca oh so it's bca BCA. BCA. Yeah, yeah bca mm-hmm. and um i believe yeah i did i think i did 12th and i think we got 12th in chicken and like 14th and ribs and then mm-hmm. brisket was great but I, it depends on the judges too you know what i mean like it's it always depends on the judges uh we did a wagyu brisket i was excited about that because i've never done one Ooh. um they get but, done a lot quicker don't they yeah yeah and god though it's so juicy you don't have to worry about you know yeah. it, you can let it sit for a minute and still not dry you know when usually with regular brisket if you cut it and it's separated yeah. long it's going to dry out yeah but um, well, let's talk about that. So, how did you? What was your first bar- barbecue competition? When did you do your? It first? It was in Lake Martin, Alabama. When? How long ago? It was either. It was right around the very end of two thousand nine or two thousand ten. I'm okay. trying to remember. So you um, for, what? So I'm gonna say two thousand ten. How long had you barbecued before you? Not specifically chef, but barbecued before you entered that competition. Well, I mean, I always, I mean, I've grilled and all that yeah. since I was young, but as far as, you know, I don't know, maybe, I mean, well, I had a smoker. 
I don't know. Probably. I mean, I've always grilled. Yeah. But smoking meat's definitely different. I would probably say probably only truly by myself a few years, maybe five years, just okay. pizzling, you know, like gotcha. yeah. putting some ribs on or something, yeah. you know, like that, but not anything. And it was just a freak, a freak thing that I decided to do the contest. Every, you want to know, I mean, every interview has probably asked that question, but I'll tell you, you want to know. Yeah. I, I, um, I had a, my roof being put on. We had a huge storm and I had a new roof being put on my house and it was another storm was rolling through. So I was cooking for the team there, the people that were putting the roof on. There was, yeah, okay. You know, a dozen people there trying to get it done. So I like I had a, a Brinkman water smoker, if I'm allowed to say a brand. And yeah, I got I it. We, we got that from like points on a hotel card or something like that. We're like, well, we got luggage, we got toasters, we got a microwave. We'll get a smoke. So I cooked like beef ribs and pork, I mean, chicken, chicken, beef ribs, and I think pork butts was it. And um, the guy came to get his $10,000 check. And uh, I invited him to stay and then eat, right? And I mean, if you drop by and I meet, come on, get a plate. Yeah. You know? And, um, so he sat down, of course, he fixed him a plate and got seconds and he kept asking my husband, hey, this is really good. My husband said, well, my wife made it. You know, anyway, he ignored me. And um, so finally he went to the tr his truck and brought an application and handed it to my husband uh, about this contest. He said, God, you should go and enter. It's in Lake Martin, Alabama. So I filled it out and I went and I won. Look at that. But first, I didn't first. I don't think I got a call again for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was just the group. It was a small contest, but we were against like some teams that you know had all the rigs. Yeah. I had one smoker didn't know that I had to do four meets. Yeah. <laughs> um no, I didn't and then I had I didn't have a pop-up and it was raining. So we had to go buy one at the big box store. You know, we you know, we, we had no idea. We just showed up and thought, oh, yeah. We're going to cook some whatever. No. So we went to the local big box store and picked up the rest of the meat and ended up. And I think I got a perfect score in pork. That's awesome. Yeah. But like I said, I don't remember when it happened again. I'd have to check out my stats or ask my husband. He's the numbers guy. He knows. He's, <laughs> I'm not, you know, it, he's the technical director for sure on that stuff. But I think it was a, a while before I even got a, anything in top 10 call at all. Really? I think my next contest was also in Alabama, Lynette, Alabama. And, oh, I took a class from some friends of mine that no longer compete. And uh, they did like, a, you know, at a community center, yeah. a little class. It was $10 a head. So my yeah. husband drove down there and we competed. We thought, well, this, we got it. You know, we can do that, you know. Yeah. So I bought. And I was, I think I had four when I decided that I was going to, this, hey, I'm going to do this, you know, on weekends. I bought four Weber Smoky Mountains. That's before I realized that you could cook. And that was the chefy in me not letting cross contamination right, and yeah. all that. Now, chicken, I still do totally separate. Uh, okay. because I, that's, but the other mates, I don't worry about so much now, you know, because it doesn't, you know, it's not a problem. But in the way I put them in is staggered so much, but I cook. Chicken, totally different. 
Yeah, but, that's uh, something most people don't understand is that like a competition, like you you have to cook three meats <laughs> and yeah. they're all very different. We have to do four. Or four, or four yeah. Three, and, yeah, four, like I think pulled porks are uh, with the people's choice. So the last one I did was four, but still doing, staggering those things. And I did it all on one pit, big, you know, my big pool behind it. Yes. That's a pain in the ass. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's hard. You know, because I cook, um, you know, this year I haven't cooked quite as much because, you know, in competition, because I've had a lot, you know, of other things going on some other opportunities that have been awarded to me, which is, you know, awesome. And, um, you know, I donate proceeds here to Mills on Wheels. So it's allowing me to help out more here too. And um, they're really great when I have to travel. You know, I make sure all the food's cooked. I'm probably the only person that cooks for that many people and then goes on my vacation or on a business (laughs) trip. I make sure everybody's fed. I look at all these people as, you know, like I'm responsible for feeding them, you know, so. I want to make sure I cook what they, you know, what they need and yeah. what they want. They seem to like it. You know, I've been here a while now, you know. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, like on the, on the competition spectrum, yeah. Like I was going to, because I, I don't ever get to talk about it, but yeah, we'll talk about it. Like, so how it works for people who are listening, they don't know. It's a, it typically it's a two-day deal. And if you start, yeah. you start on a Friday night, the first thing you have to put on is your brisket because that's going to be 14 hours, you know, or 20 hours, you know, just depending on how mm-hmm. big it is and, yeah, and how fast you cook. Right. Can you cut right now for a second? Yeah. Can you? Okay. Let I me put people in here. You know, we get a lot of donors and things like that. Come I got you. Yeah, so what I was talking about basically is, yeah, you have to do, you start the night before. <clears throat> it's a two-day competition. You have four mm-hmm. meats typically, brisket, pork butt, ribs, chicken, and each one of those have, have a different time window. And a lot right. of people understand that, it's not so much to win overall is an extremely big deal. So big the deal. fact that you've done that multiple times is just, Hey, because it's very hard to do, you know, it's very, it's very hard to do if you have one, you know, one cooker, but it also is very hard to do like just to make sure every single thing that you're cooking is perfect and, you know, watch it constantly, watch your temperatures, you know, not being and at make home. It look pretty too that too presentation like not being at home in your controlled environment where you're used to cooking you know there's always an element you know there's an, an element change or something or some kind of way to throw everything off you know it's just uh it's, it's interesting so it's uh it's very i've just gotten into the community i've helped putting we put one on a couple of months ago for charity as well um i like it i have fun with it i think it's something that um a lot of people need to, you know, get more involved in if they enjoy barbecue. Not so much having to compete, but just come out and participate and hang out, you know, and mm-hmm. walk around, try the food. That's that's the fun part too, is getting to actually do a people's choice part, you know, presenting. Yeah, people. Yeah, <laughs> people's choices. Statistically, though, people joke about that. If you win people's choice, it's like the kiss of death in your other categories. Yeah, <laughs> and it doesn't. It doesn't necessarily pay pay as much either. Right. So. But you know what's there? How in the BCA? How I can't remember. I know I've competed in the past. How how long is in between each meet? Oh man, I can't remember the last one we did. Like, the turn the turn in for brisket was like maybe ten a.m. and then the turn in okay. for you know turn in for pulled pork maybe eleven. I can't remember. Oh, okay. And then, and then yeah. you would have like a couple hour gap in between each one. Oh really? That much. Yeah. That's what a lot of people that, you know, with new competition, I teach this in my schools. KCBS is an hour in between. Yeah. And you have chicken first, 
ribs. Pulled it was, pork, ribs. it was, it was an hour. It was, yeah, and you're right. Yeah. 10 minute window. Yeah. It was an hour. You're right. It was an hour because you were and having then a- FBA is 30 minutes. Whoa. The Florida division. And then the GBA, which I, you know, only cooked a handful of them and I, you know, 600 is a perfect score. I think I have three, you know, um, that when you cook different meats, it's all pork. It's pork butts, it's pork loin, mm. and pork ribs. And they come back again. Like, you make finals, and they come back again. So you better be cooking when you turn your first one in if you make finals, because they let you know usually in 30 minutes, and then they come and do an on-site visit. Nice. Yeah. Huh. So... I don't know why my thing is doing that. You're, oh, I think somebody's trying to call me. We're in there. We're still good. Okay. Um, but no, I think I couldn't remember the order. Yeah, I'm out of, yeah, was, you're right. Chicken first, and then you know, so it goes down. Um, but yeah, there's the IBCA that does uh, everything by a draw of a ticket. It's totally blind. They draw a ticket and they say, uh, "Ticket number blah 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 blah. You won ribs." That's how we did it. That's how we did yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they and, don't know you know, and then them. their judges are different. They can be off the street. Yeah, yeah, that's how it is. That's right. how it the is. public, which to me is fantastic. I like With it. KCBS, they're trained judges, certified well, judges, and it's a very different cook. You know, it's more like regional, like what's popular in your area. Like from what I understand in Louisiana, y'all t- y'all eat a little more heat. I cook in a big event there every year. Uh, New Orleans called Hogs for the Cause. Yes, the yes. I want to yeah, come down there next year. Also, awesome. for a big team there, I do all their meats. Heck yeah. Yeah. Well, you will see me there, and um, you know it's a different flavor profile, as in KCBS or you know GBA, which is Georgia Barbecue Association, yeah. which is pretty pretty sweet, you know. And then um, you know Texas. If you cook in the Texas contest, you know, the brisket's very, very different, you yep. know, as far as depends on the organization. And for people that aren't familiar, it's like quad A ball, which is, you know, triple A, you know, the different, different, a little bit different rules and different flavor profile in each one. And you've got to be prepared to do that. I have a book that has my timeline for GBA, FBA, KCB, all the different divisions, as well as recipes that I use for each one of those. And then when I like, I've had people come and want to learn FBA tam- timelines or just how to cook a hog for turning, you know, or just to cook it for, you know, yeah. Easter Sunday, whatever. So, you know, I try to, when I do classes, you should come and uh, I want to. <laughs> just hang out. <laughs> I have a hog class coming up. I haven't, I'm starting a new on my website. It's not on there yet. I'm hoping it will be loaded as soon as I give, my people to, you know, cause I'm not technical to put in the dates, but I have a, a, a hog class coming up. I think it's the 10th of December. I'd have to make sure it's like the second and, you know, that's a two day class, but I'm going to tie that in with someone that on the Friday, you're going to get a bonus of while the hog gets put on to learn a whole nother thing. That's uh, SCA based okay. and SCA. No, that's the state competition. And they're becoming really popular now because it's not so expensive. You know, right. with prices, fuel, and buying all that meat, it's it's quite expensive. And it yeah. kind of butts the, the, the other cooks out, you know, that doesn't do this for a living. So it allows for them to show up, cook a steak, 
win or not win and leave. Yeah. That's awesome. You know, and so you still get that that fun of, you know, being with everybody and still competition. Yeah. But, you know, not as much money. Yeah, the steak stuff's fun. We're we're putting I haven't I've I've judged one, I haven't competed in one, but I'm putting one yeah. on in November yeah. here. Um, but we did this last one we did for charity, which everyone was excited about, I didn't realize wasn't a thing. We we had all the meat donated, which was great. Oh, fantastic. Well, I, did a, I did a non-traditional tournament. I just did chicken and ribs because it was a one-day tournament. And I wanted to get uh-huh. the local people involved. And I had the meat donated. So it gave a, a little different demographic of people who were able to come participate, you know, who may not have been doing it for a living. Yeah, yeah. So it was it was fun. But, yeah, I th- I'd love to come attend that because, I'm, honestly, like, it's just interesting to me how you were talking about flavor profiles in different areas. Every single person, depending on where you're at, because a lot of people are listening and watching this podcast or nationwide – Depending on where you are, you're going to like barbecue. You're going to relate barbecue to a different flavor than someone else. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And um, me, like, I like a mix between a Texas and a Kansas City. I don't know. Or maybe a Georgia. I like a mix between a – it's weird. I like – I don't like a lot of sauce, but I do like flavor. So, if that makes sense, you know. I don't well, you live stuff. in Louisiana. Yeah. That's flavor yeah. to the max. There. I don't I don't want I don't want mine drenched in sauce. You know, I don't want it to look yeah. like mush. But I, I like to want, taste the meat. Right, yeah. but I also don't want it too dry to where I need to drink, you know, this much water with it while I'm <laughs> eating it. You know what I mean? So, um, but yeah, I think it is interesting. Like, I'm not a big Carolina taste. I'm, not, I'm the vinegar, real thick vinegar. I'm not a big fan, but I do mm-hmm. use, um, I do use a lot of apple cider vinegar to break down my pork butt. I cook a lot mm-hmm. of pork butts. Yeah, that's what I want to ask you about. What's your, how do you do your pork butts? <laughs> have a class coming up yeah you know actually i posted a video this morning of just starting to trim it competition and i missed my mark on posting the next step to it uh-huh. and the next step to it but you know in competition and at home i do very little very little to mine and um i and i don't use hickory which is unusual uh, most people like to use hickory use here pecan. in my area predominantly Mm. What do you use? Pecan. That's all Me I use. too. All I use is pecan. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I, I love use, pecan. Every oak. now and then, I'll, I'll hit the very end of it yeah. with a little hickory. So, for judging, they open the box, they get that whiff. Yeah. You know, but otherwise, I mean, I like hickory, but, you know, if I compete on a gravity smoker, gra- you know, yeah. if you're and um, for those that don't know, it is like a big box and you put charcoal in the top of a chute and the gravity feeds the fire and wood goes underneath on it. So as the, you know, charcoal hits it, it gives off smoke. So that kind of gives you just a general idea. But um, I compete on a gravity bed. um, So they don't get quite as smoky as like your pull behind. A right. stick burner pull behind, yeah, or or a offset or reverse flow, or you're always going to get much more smoke flavor. Um, so I started finishing with a little bit, you know, when I tack up the sauce, to, you know, using a little bit of hickory to get that aroma. Um, you know, and a lot of people are going to barrels now on the competition circuit. I noticed that. I noticed that. And I'm just not. A, I mean, I can cook on a barrel. I mean, you watched me do it. I think I won that category, but. Uh, you know, I'm just not a hot and fast cook here in my heart. I know that's weird. You know, I like the process of hanging out, 
you know, if you come over and we hang out, no. we prep them. And I, I just like the slow and slow breakdown. I, I do admit on the show, as you saw, I had to do a big brisket in what, five and a half hours. I yeah, mean, it can be little, done. And yeah. you know what? I had never cooked really hot and fast like that until that show. And I cannot, I was so surprised at the outcome of that brisket. It, it wasn't enough to make me change my whole cooking, yeah. method, you know, because <laughs> yeah. um, it's kind of part of what I do at a contest. I like to walk around and talk to people. So when you're hot and fast, you know, you, know, you just show up. You know, I like that, that social part of it. You know, I'm a real social person, you know, even though I live in the boonies, not around anybody. But that's just, it's part of it to me. It's the, the camaraderie, sitting around, talking, have a beverage, whatever that may be. You know, add wood. I love that. Yeah. And I, it was a big change to get me to switch to a gravity bed. I mean, uh, the guy that builds them for me, you know, I even frequently I would always go and compete with him and he cooks on a water smoker, which cooks like if people follow Myron Mixon, that's typically what he uses as a water smoker, which is a hotter and faster cook. Yeah. So I had cooked with him many times, but it just never, I never, I said, can you just build me one of your regular smokers? And he did. It looks just like it, but it has no water pan in the bottom. And in my theory, I know like in my gravity fed, when I open up that chute, you know, to put more charcoal, it's dripping with moisture. Yeah. I, I you know, to me, the water pan, there's a school of thought, and I know I'll get some hate for this. Um, that it adds more moisture to your meat. I disagree. Yeah. Because I have did a side by side cook because meat, just like your body, is how much percent water. And if you're in a gravity fed control thing, it's not not losing it. So I still I don't I don't I don't subscribe to that thought. Yeah. And I they can email me and hate me and send me <laughs> tech, whatever. You know what? Barbecue is is what you like. And what works for you, what your family likes, and if you're competing, what the judges like. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, I'm in one of those. Uh, what is it? Meat Church congregation. They're always talking shit to each other about yeah. doesn't have enough smoke ring. I'm like, dude, look, if it tastes good, whatever. Yeah. And you know, in a smoke ring competition, is a not supposed to be judged, but it's so hard not to see that we associate right. that with part of the flavor. But I've had meat that didn't have a smoke ring that was over smoked. Yeah. You know, you know, because yeah. they used, you know, wet wood or had a dirty smoker or yeah, you know, whatever. So I um I you know, I just don't subscribe. I mean, I love a smoker because it's so pretty. I look on my Instagram and TikTok <laughs> and Facebook and I've got a lot of pictures of smoke ring. And and uh I mean I like it. I mean, you know, you eat eat with your eyes too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but I mean that can be created with using the right kind of salt. Yeah. You know, you know, when I was in culinary school, we had to take classes and I also volunteer at the local culinary school on like being able to make pictures like food. You know, we have to take one class on that and how manipulated that's done. I mean, that's really easy to do. Yeah. Just get you some, you know, nitrate based salt. And there you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I think that. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think there's so much that goes into it. What people don't understand, like the argument over this, this smoker is better than this one or you know doing stick or doing the people that hate on the, i'm a stick guy i'm always going to be a stick guy um 
call me old school or, or a barbarian. I do have, I recently got a new uh, pellet smoker and I'm trying to figure it out. It cooks way quicker. Oh, it's yeah. way quicker. Like, and, mm-hmm. and I'm getting used to that because I've been almost overcooking everything. I'm like, shit, I'm having to watch it close because uh, I'm just a stick guy. And my grill's a big old, you know, big old pull behind and it loses a lot of smoke. It gets a lot yeah. of smoke, but it loses a lot too, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, um, but yeah, I, I enjoy using pecan. Uh, I'm not a fan of hickory. I might throw some in there. I love to have fruit wood when I can, you know, especially with pork. Um, mm-hmm. But my pork butts, I prep them quick and easy. I just inject them. Um, apple cider vinegar, apple juice, and then rub them with the rub I like, you know, and that's it and roll with it. Yeah. But, uh, the, the contest that I have did the best in and including at World Food Championships, you know what I put on my butts? What? Salt. Just salt. Damn, really? Hmm. That's interesting. With pecan? People don't believe me, but... With pecan? Yep. Damn, damn. Huh. <laughs> I mean, hey, I've done a brisket. If, if I cater, I don't do that a lot, but like, you know, sometimes I do for meals on wheels events. Um, when I pull it, I might put... A little something in there. Yeah. I taste it to see if it needs enough salt in the inside. I'll use there like a seasoning. You know, I have my own things that I mix up. Right. Um, but maybe one day I'll produce those too. <laughs> what, what, but you know, the, um, you know, it, the smoke and the wood permeates the meat. Uh, you know, I don't need it, and I do let it sit a long time with salt on it. And I use non-iodized salt or kosher salt. Okay, that's the secret. I won't make y'all pay for. It. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you, uh, how about your chicken, Brian? Are you a, a fan of brining? Two, you know, how many? You know, the other day you saw I was preparing a chicken, and I did brine it. In contest, I do not. I do more of a dry brine method, yeah. which is, for those that don't know, is where you put your seasoning on and let the chicken sit. And I use, you know, something that has quite a lot of salt. So it creates like osmosis and the flavor goes inside the meat um, versus a traditional brine um, where it's soaked in a, a salt and whatever solution. Now, turkeys, I do that. Yeah, I don't yeah. turkey later. Like I do a turkey class, but my turkeys take two days. Damn. To do. Yeah, Damn. because of the method that, yeah. that I did. Yeah. yeah, no, but I mean, I have a. Good. If you looked at my website, I, I've looked at it leading up to that this, turkey brine recipe that's yeah. on there. You should. Try, it's good with chicken too. I'll try. You just have to adjust your time. I will tell you what, I yeah, you know, I always you know I'm cooking and trying all kinds of different stuff all the time. I still go back for especially holiday time. To that, I just can't break it. I just can't. It's yeah, it's too. You know when you get, it's like it's too good. I'm not changing it. You're me. not eating. So you're not eating a fried deep fried turkey, are you? No. Me either. I'm, I'm not. A, I'm not a fan. But I have to cook two turkeys because some of my family likes. I don't have kids, but you know, cousins and everybody. Yeah. Um, they like smoked turkey, and then my mom and a couple other family members like the traditional cooked turkey. I will brine it exactly the same, but I'll smoke one and then gotcha. bake the other. That way everybody's happy. Yeah. And then you, you got to make cornbread stuffing with extra sage. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> well, tell me what's in this uh, seasoning you got going on. Oh, in my European blend? Yeah. Well, let's read the ingredients. No, it's got, uh, you know, 
only 20 milligrams of sodium. Okay. And it's also gluten-free. For I know a lot of people watch that with their kids. It's not spicy, but it does have some black pepper in it. And it's got marjoram and um, basil, savory, lavender. I know. Just a, a little bit. And, um, and people will tell you it does not taste the same on anything. If you kind of read comments sometimes on my IG or t- yes, and I pro- it does not. You could cook it on shrimp today and chicken tomorrow, and it doesn't taste the same. Or potatoes, you know, the twice the thing, you know, we take yeah. the little potatoes and you smash them, then put them in the broiler or, yeah. or on like a tray on your smoker. So good on that. The only thing I haven't liked it on is ice cream. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going to pass on that one. No, it's, no, it's not good on that. I'm going to see if I can. I don't know if you can see the texture. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And you know how we're, we commonly, when we taste a barbecue rub, we open it and go like that? Yeah. You know, this does not work like that because it's not like salt. This has to, what I call bloom, I don't know the right word, put it on whatever you're going to cook while you heat your grill up or your oven or whatever, pan up. So the moisture in whatever you're cooking makes the oils activate in it. Maybe activates a better word. There you go. Then bloom. Bloom can be my feminine term. The activate can be my male. And then you just let it sit a few minutes, almost like a dry brine, but this doesn't have to sit like overnight or anything. And then grill it, fry it. You can put it in like chicken batter, fish fry batter. I mean, it's, I'm proud of it. Yeah. I'm really proud of it. You know, and I've used this for years and years and years. It's just after the show when I thought, you know, Maybe I should produce that. And I asked my husband, my mom, they're like, yeah. You know? <laughs> so I had to like make it up and then find someone that would make it exactly like I had it. Because, you know, for instance, you go to, your, I don't know what your local grocery store is, then you buy like, say, the store brand, parsley or whatever. Yeah. And then you buy McCormick, if I'm allowed to say a brand. Yeah, and then whatever. you buy Pones, you know, or you buy, and then you can mix up the same recipe. It's not the same because the way they're dried, how old they are. So I wanted something that a company that would use like the fresh, like fresher, not something that's been stored for, you know, five years in a warehouse and then blend it, which, you know, the way things happen. So it took a while. I really wanted it to come out sooner, closer to the show date, but, you know, I wasn't going to accept it until it, where I could close my eyes and smell it. And remember when I created it years ago, why I did. And it's yeah. being in Europe, you know, people, it's like being in like New York and some of those cities, people go shopping daily. You know, they have herb shops where you buy your spices and herbs. And I remember walking in there when I was in, in France and thought, wow, you know, it was just the group of everything, yeah. you know, how it smelled. And, this reminds me of that. So every time I I can sit here at my this one's not open, but I have one in the cabinet here in my kitchen over there. Um, sometimes I just open it and smell it. Just such a good memory, you know. And I'm glad that I'm able to to uh, share it with people. Yeah. And 100 percent of the proceeds goes to Meals on Wheels. Really? Not a percent. 100 percent. That's awesome. That's awesome. I, I'm I'm you know I figure I'm blessed and I'm really been lucky in life and i'd rather pass it on yeah 
Yeah. Hey, that's awesome. No, I, I got to try some. Um, <clears throat> I'll order some today, actually, because I need to try some. <laughs> yeah. I should mail you some, but no, just no, know no, like, no. any wanna... any profit goes yeah. no. directly to them. I don't. It, yeah. it gets deposited. I don't even see it. Yeah, so, I'm, I'm definitely buying something. I don't want don't send me any. Yeah. <laughs> I want to buy it. I'll give them some money. All right. Well, hopefully when my hot sauce gets finished, I'll get like a, a the final batch. I hope you like hot sauce. I mean, you are in Louisiana. Am I going to be stereotypical? I put that shit on everything. <laughs> Is that what they say? You know what? That's what's holding me up. I have to come up, you know, like you have to have, you know, taglines yeah. or words, you know, uh, to put up. That's really what's holding me up in production. I haven't decided on label description because i love that one and it's taken <laughs> because i put it on oh my god eggs and you know chit, everything you know yep. i really do you know that i like hot sauce on so it makes some great wings and the color you know i don't have a bottle here i think everybody ate it i was going to show you it's like you know fresno's have a, a really pretty deep red yeah color that i like so you know it really makes some good looking wings oh i bet and I love to mix it like with honey and yeah. drizzle it on like fried chicken. Mm. Oh shit. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you said it on me. <laughs> so you uh so you're making so you're cooking full fledged meals every day for meals day. on wheels. And then you're mm -hmm. just I guess as you have time aside from all your endeavors, you're still doing some competition stuff and you're teaching classes. Yeah, I teach and a lot of classes, what a, and what I, I do a lot of other charity stuff. I okay. have a contest in Trenton, Georgia, September. It's like the second Saturday of September where I'm been a. I hate saying this word, celebrity judge. Yeah, you know, for a contest, but it's for a, a, a charitable event. Um. I, most of the charities I'm heavily involved in are more adult type charities. You know, I'm not a mom, so that hasn't touched me, okay. you know, not that there's anything wrong with that, but I think I've just like more elder care. This particular group is a, a group that when people get out of jail and they have to try to readapt to life, that kind of thing, it, you know, helps with that. And then the hogs for a cause where I'll see you. Yes. Um, I'm going you know, you know what that's for then, pediatric brain cancer. And <clears throat> I cook in that because I have a chef that has since passed away that impacted my life so much, what I've learned from him uh, when I was cooking in New Orleans in the quarter. And he lost his son to pediatric brain cancer and the trickle down of that, you know, was, you know, he and his wife ended up splitting up and he ended up taking his own life. Uh, it's just, it destroyed his family, yeah. you know, that loss of that child and financially. So when I had the opportunity to go cook with the team called Piggy Stardust there, and we were one-tenth of a point from winning pork there out of 93 teams, I'll just say. But anyway, yeah. um, and I can't remember in the teens I was in, in in hog, and my hog was delivered to me still frozen. So Dang. this year I'm going to kick it but you know that touched my life so much for me able to be because i don't you know you, the money goes to charity it's right. not and we raised like that had been alone i think it was 2.6 or 2.8 million yeah, it's huge this year because yeah. the covid shut down and coming back it was huge yeah I yeah because i've been the last we moved over to bell is it called bell mead bell across the river 
And then we came back to New Orleans proper and we'll be in New Orleans proper again. You know, I, I, know I love that event. It is so much fun. If people are looking for something to do, yeah. in that it is, um, you know, where a lot of barbecue contests, at least KCBS, GBA and all this, you can't eat competition barbecue. Yeah. No. Nah. They're there to win. Yeah. This event is so much fun. Yeah. You know, I mean, people in New Orleans are fun anyway, you know, but it's a big family thing. It's not New Orleans like, you know, during all, I mean, people are doing that, but it is so fun. You know, at night, I would say it was more of an adult thing, but, and knowing that all of us there, the thousands of people that come to that event and all of the teams, what we're doing for people. And when you go and you go to the cooks meeting and you see what the money you're helped raise. I, I tell you, I took my husband with me last year and he's not a very sensitive God when he listens to this, he's going to be mad. But when tears welled up in his eyes. It was the most, it's one of the best events other than what I consider I do here for Mills of ever. And that's the only children's charity I do things for. It's, it's the, the best event I could say I've ever done. That's awesome. Well, yeah, I'm put, I can't wait. I'm putting together a team. We're trying to get it together, get it all together. Okay. Um, well, I if it. I can advise you or help you, you just, you got my email, yeah. you got my phone number. Yeah. I'd be glad to. Oh, and I always go a couple of days before and a couple of days after, because I love to visit with the other yeah. teams and go out and eat and hang out, whatever. Um, let me know. And I, that would be fantastic. Yeah, we're going. You're going to love it. You're I saw it last it. year. Yeah, I saw it. And everything, and I knew a couple of people that went. I was like, I couldn't make it that in short of a window, and then miss registration. So now I got a team together. I think I got them all lined out. We're gonna be there. I'm going for sure. Um, it it looks amazing. My wife helps me too. She's she's not a cook. She don't like to cook. I cook, but she uh she's she's learning and she's enjoying it. And I'm hoping to take her to that. It's gonna be something we can me and a couple of buddies and maybe, you know, mm-hmm. all get together and do this thing. It's going to be fun. I'm well, she sure. won't feel like she's at like a regular barbecue right. contest where she's out. There will be so many people and she can, you know, she can hang out with me, whatever. <laughs> I, you know, it is, I mean, it's, it's an amazing event. I'm, I'm so glad that I'm, that I'm part of it. Like I have some takeovers. I'll be in like Austin, Texas in October. And I have a couple things with Swift. I'm doing, uh, a college football game coming up on the third, I think the first weekend of September that I'm doing an NFL game in North Carolina. And guess who's playing? Who's besides, that? Besides North Carolina, the Saints. Oh, damn. Yes. <laughs> so I'll be there doing a big tailgate with Swift Meat. So I have a lot of things that I travel to and do, um, you know, and that, that's how we pay the bills, those type of things. But it gives me, gosh, I hope that, you know, it's nice to get a paycheck, yes. But yeah. when you do, when you see what you've done for somebody else, like here, yeah, to me it means so much more. You know, I'm quite a bit older than you. It could be your mom. No, so, you know, I, I did the hustle. You know what I mean? I did all that. I've cooked for a living my entire life. So now I'm so happy that I, I'm at the opportunity at almost 60 now to be able to do for other people while I'm still healthier and strong enough to do it, you know, and do for others you know the my theory and i'm not you know trying to get religious or anything if you don't give to others whatever that others to you whether it's elderly children animals whatever because i also volunteer the local animal show you know you you have to 
give in order to receive. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I just look at it that way. And, you know, my dad was a very giving person. My mom is a very, I've had perfect examples and I'm so lucky. And our director here for Meals on Wheels, non-paid job now. I would say she's here a hundred hours a week. Damn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, all of us here, we like, we like, we're givers. Yeah, that's awesome. You know? that's, that's saying something. All these people out here with their 40-hour jobs bitching, and these people are over here putting 100 hours in and not getting paid for it. Yeah, right. Uh, I mean, you have to. It doesn't matter what your background is, whatever you believe in. It's very evident when you do good things, good things happen. You know what that's I mean? exactly bad things, right. bad things happen. That's what yeah. I always say, no matter what. We don't have to even get religious. It's one of those things. Right, good energy right. You know karma. That's you right. can be. It exists. You know what? Uh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm hey, my gonna... mom will listen. I got to, you know, I don't want mom to say language. <laughs> and that funny as old as I am. And my mom's like, she's on, <laughs> she's on me. What's your, uh, oh yeah. yeah. What's your... And it's hard to keep your language when you're a chef, you know, language in the kitchen is. Oh yeah. Yeah. And my husband's from New Jersey. So. <laughs> well, what's the, he has uh, a favorite word that they use there, but uh-huh. we won't say it. We won't say it. What's your one of your favorite? Uh, I guess what's your favorite meat to cook overall? If you're if we're in a barbecue barbecue standpoint here, is it? You know that switches. I swear with the season. I know yeah. that sounds weird. No, it makes that makes sense. No, that really. Uh, you know, I love like more beef probably in the winter yes yes and it depends on what grill we use yeah <laughs> which yeah. poker you know i love beef ribs and i love oh my gosh i've got a new smoker you may have never heard of um from Broughtmore. it's a cletus no i haven't it's a pellet and either an offset or a reverse flow okay yes combination okay and you know i'm really liking that too because i get that wood like you do on your pull behind yeah. but i get the ease of the pellet okay i love that it's you know um i probably need to cook more on it and talk more about it but uh i do love that gosh you know like if it was today i'd like to have a big old juicy pork butt like i started oh, I love, yeah. Morning. yeah you know that's not my best category you know when i compete but like i said this season I haven't, I haven't competed a lot because I've been doing all kinds of other stuff, you know. But um, today it would be a pork butt because I just haven't had one in a while. Yeah, I think uh, I'm the same. I, I can always go back to I can I can cook that any day. You know, make yeah. tacos out of it, make sandwiches out of it. You know, do whatever mm-hmm. you want. Just put it on some potatoes. Do whatever you want to with it. But I tell you, when it, the first hint of cold weather, you know, just when it happens here. Um, I love beef ribs. Yeah. Well, I don't, it's Short like, rib. we don't have a lot of eggs. I have to, I have to order beef. Like they're just not sought after right around. You know, everyone here likes pork ribs, I guess. Mm-hmm. And, and I can get beef ribs, but you just don't see them a lot. And when you see a good, a good rack of them, I try to get some and cook them. I had yeah. to, I did some. You probably cook in uh, back ribs, right? Yeah. Try to get some short ribs. What? Yeah. What beef short ribs. Beef yeah. Short uh-huh. ribs. Now they're those, you know, you don't have to get them in a rack. Yeah. yeah, they usually come already cut, but if yeah. you can get a beef short rib rack, yeah, yeah, you know, they are so good. You know, and I use my seasoning, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Heck yeah, 
I mean, and I, just, and I usually cook those on my egg, but I think I'm going to use my other smoker. I was talking about the Cletus um, and do them. I haven't cooked beef ribs on it yet. So I'm kind of, even though I hate winter, I hate cold weather. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Yeah. I love a good cold weather. I like when cold weather hits, I like to make a deer chili, a good deer chili. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I usually will grill some venison. I have a few people that you know give me back straps. Yeah. During the holidays, if I'm smoking stuff, they you put these on for me. <laughs> yeah, I put it on there. Uh, but you had to bring me one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Heck yeah, uh, that's funny. When you mentioned that earlier, uh, we were talking about cooking uh, hot and fast. I did. Um, you know, you're always cooking and you're doing something, especially for an event, and somebody brings you something once you throw it on there. I did the only time I've ever done a brisket hot and fast is someone brought had one thawed out. And so I just quartered it up. Yeah. And then I threw it in there at 350 when I was cooking. And um oh. and it cooked okay. And it cooked pretty yeah. quick. But that's the only time I've ever done one hot and fast. It yeah. turned out decent. We chopped it all up and made stuff out of, you know, whatever. The only time I did one hot and fast was on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I haven't <laughs> I don't know choice. why I haven't did it again. I mean, you know, instead of wasting the whole day, but it's part of my day. Like yeah. I'm gardening. Was a hard working time. in my garden or hanging out in the pool, whatever. It's I plan it that way, but I mean, I, I, can, I mean, I can cook one that way, obviously, but I don't know. I just, maybe I need to adapt. <laughs> no, no, you're good. Keep doing what you're doing. It's working. It's working. Well, look, as long as it's working. I'm going to wrap this thing up. Uh, I think I, I, feel like I could talk, I could, I could talk to you about barbecue for another two or three hours. <laughs> yeah. Well, you got my phone number. Yeah, you got my yeah. email. You know, that's one thing too. I answer all my own stuff. Now it, it, I used to could do it, get to it quicker. It usually takes me a couple of days now, but I answer all my own stuff personally. Well, that's good. good. I just think that's the right thing to do. I'm I don't. Sure I have people have now. Comments. I do have people now, which I didn't. I think you're the first person I told I have people now. Okay. But um, they're doing like this kind of technical stuff and helping with you know shipping and all that. But I, I like to answer my own stuff. Um, well, that's good. Because I figure somebody's asking me for advice or how to do something or takes the time to write me, I should at least do the same thing back. Yeah. I My agree. mama taught me right. <laughs> well, look, where can where can they find you at and what do you want to plug? I know you got the hot sauce coming out. Yeah. That'll be introduced soon. You want to, yeah. I'm hoping as like, soon as I figure the label out what to say about it, you know, Um You'd think I'd be able to do that easy the way that I yak. But everything I'm on all social media, including TikTok and all that under Tina Cannon Cooks, because I can't remember all these different names. Yeah. I'm too old. And uh, my website too is tinacannoncooks.com. Okay. So cool. that is where you can reach me. And again, you can Season. email me or whatever. And yeah, seasoning and you know, hats and some other stuff. And then my hot sauce. When the day I know it's going to start shipping, I'll probably get on Instagram and Facebook and all that and let people know. Because I do ship internationally. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I send stuff to England. I mean, you know, I got quite a few followers in other countries. I ship to Brazil. I'm trying got several people in the UK, you know, that follow me. So I ship everywhere, whereas some companies you can't do that. But I can. That's awesome. Good to know. <laughs> well, look, I've had a great time today. We're going to have to do Oh, you're sweet. And I'm definitely going to see you at um, the competition in New Orleans. Yes. Because, um, I'm, like I said, I'm putting together a team for that. I'm excited for that. We're going to have a good time. But um, mm -hmm. thanks so much. And um, 
You're hope sweet. You enjoyed it. <laughs> well, let me know when you if you really are if you do or let me know what you think. I'd I'm love awesome. to hear your honest. I'm putting it on a wagon. Barbecue. I'm putting it on a wagon. It's more of a hot steak. and fast steak. Yep. You know that kind of thing. No, I have I have some wagyu in the freezer right now that's got that name on it. So as soon as that comes in, I'm gonna try it on that and let you know. All right. Um, it probably take like if you ordered it today. Um, it's been like taking about five days right that's now. Fine. Like, yeah. You know. I've had to go into another round of production. So well, that's a good problem to have. Yay. <laughs> All right. Let's wrap this thing up. All right. All Bye. right. Bye.